fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. You know, I'm very curious if you say something doesn't happen or didn't happen or you just imagined it or you just pretended it or maybe you're just getting a little bit of information. If you just say it didn't happen, does it make it so? It's kind of like if the tree falls in the woods and no one's there to hear it, then does the tree actually make a sound when it falls in the woods? Kind of the ongoing debate, right? If the chicken crossed the road, then why did the chicken cross the road? What came first, the chicken or the egg? It's the ongoing questions that just make the dilemmas and make our head spin each and every day. Well, the big question today is on the Democrat side, if you say it's not happening, is it really happening? I'm curious. Now, it's a rhetorical question. It's a stupid question, and you know that. I know that. But at the same time, there are some in the world that just believe that when you say it doesn't happen, then poof, it's gone and it actually doesn't happen. Welcome into the show. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country, multiple radio stations, TV stations, live streaming, uh, podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. You're Millennial General reporting for duty like you do every single day. And we appreciate you very much. Evan, say it. Super excited to have that guy back on the show. He'll be joining us at the bottom of the hour. He is a comedian, author of the book, The Woke Supremacy. He is a political pundit and more. He'll be joining us to talk about some of the latest current events. I, I'm going to have to pick his brain on it. If, the, if they say it doesn't happen, that doesn't really happen. Here's what I mean. There is obviously the Black Friday sales still going on in California. And what I mean Black Friday sales, I mean everything is so cheap in California. All you got to do is break into the store and take it. And it's, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, right? It's been an ongoing issue. You break into the store, you take it because you, why not? Because why the heck not? And it's been going on for a while. Because the state of California has lowered the punishments from a felony down to a misdemeanor in the state of California to where if you get caught... You don't have nearly enough of a severe punishment, and the punishment is not matching the crime. Therefore, those that do those things feel that the crime is not equal or amount of, so therefore it's worth doing it, because why not? I'll get the slap on the wrist. I'm fine, and I can move along with my life, and I can still keep all the possessions that I have because they can't find them. And if that's the mentality, when does it stop? You have to increase the crime or increase the punishment again to match the crime to where you make sure people don't want to do that. In my mind, if you're a business owner, I think having a firearm in the business waiting for someone to break in and then unloading that firearm would be a reasonable uh, punishment for trying to rob my store, break my products, trying to vandalize my uh, store and then take whatever uh, product that you actually want. To me, that's a reasonable response to a business owner who actually owns a business in an area where that's actually happening. Now, that's not happening, and California doesn't like when you do that. But all this is happening, and now apparently the media is calling it smashing grab robberies. You break through the window, you grab what you want, and you leave. We've seen video after video after video of it. However, our very own Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I am told this is a garbage disposal. Yeah, the one and the same is saying now that she doubts that the smash and grab robberies are even happening. 
at all. Yeah, yeah, I know. They're not even they're likely not even happening. According to her direct quote from FoxNews.com, quote, a lot of these allegations are organized retail theft are not actually panning out. I believe it's a Walgreens in California cited it, but that data didn't back it up. Let me read that again because I'm very confused right now. A lot of these allegations of organized retail theft are not actually panning out. I believe it's a Walgreens in California cited it, but uh, the data doesn't back it up. So we don't even believe that the smash and grab robberies of busting into a store, grabbing the things that we want and booking it, that we have documented that we can see the results from when you actually go by the store and the window's shattered and things are taken out of it. And when we have video watching people do this, it's not actually happening. So again, if the fall tree's in the woods and no one's there to hear it, does it actually make a sound when it falls? If the smash and grab robberies aren't actually being witnessed uh, in person by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and she questions the, the uh, realism of it, then does it really happen? I'm very confused right now because I thought if we have video evidence of it and if a store actually reported a break-in, then that's documented and we have data to back that up. But apparently we don't. So now the media, instead of actually reporting on how stupid of a remark that she's made, of course the media won't go down that road. They're, they're, they're going after Republicans for attacking her for the comment. How dare Republicans after actually go after Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? They're actually going after two things right now. They're going after the Republicans for uh, criticizing her for her stupid comment. But they're also criticizing Republicans for going after Joe Biden based on the boycott that he's planning on doing with the Olympics, which we're going to talk about here in just a second, because it doesn't mean anything. It's really, really stupid. And either we're all in or we're all out. You can't have it both ways to try to play nice. I've learned from a very early age, and it's been very difficult for me to grasp the fact that you cannot please everybody. And that especially is true in the world of politics, obviously, because everything you say, someone's either going to be like, yeah, I agree with that. Or someone else is going to be like, oh, you're a complete idiot and I can't stand you. <laughs> and I get a lot of both of those emails on both sides. So you can believe whatever you want. I don't want people to agree with me all the time because then the world would be a very boring place. Hopefully, the majority of the time, you're just like, wow, this guy's really entertaining. And most talk shows should be that way by the way, but with Republicans now getting lambasted by the media, which, you know, take it for what it is, the media is going to do that all the time anyways, you would think they would have better things to report on. We have the Maxwell case on right now with Jeffrey Epstein. We have other court cases. We have, again, not even reporting it, the fact that all of the Biden vaccine mandates are completely being held up in court and being shot down as unconstitutional. That's not being reported. They have yet to let the businesses know that you can relieve yourself from those vaccine mandates because the federal government does not have any mandates that are upheld right now that are actually active and constitutional that the courts have approved. None of them have happened. So you would think that would be a big talking point in the mainstream media. But, oh, no, it's the fact that Republicans went after AOC because she says that the smash and grab robberies are not happening. I am told this is a garbage disposal. And that Joe Biden is actually going to stand tough on uh, the stance with Russia, which I guess the call actually happened today. So if it's not actually happening, I mean, at what point? Look, I'm all about listening to all different ideas. I love conspiracy theories. I love listening to people's ideals and trying to connect dots and trying to put things together to make their own reality. I love listening to it. Don't always agree with it, but I love listening to it. You know that. 
when I have guests on, I've had many Democrats on this program, and I like to get a lot more Democrats on this program, even if I don't agree with where their end goal is, if I can connect the dots and be like, all right, the thought process is going from dot A to dot B here. If I can at least do that, then I can respect you. If you can defend your position more so than just in a uh, Twitter uh, Twitter character-sized argument, a bumper sticker argument, if you can actually make a legitimate argument, then I can respect you. I'll disagree, but that's the way the world turns. And that's what we have to get back to, by the way, too. We have to get back to that level, but we don't right now. And when you say, oh, I see video of smash and grab robberies. I know that they're happening. We can see the results of them, the after effect of, you know, shattered glass everywhere, product missing out of a business. I can see that stuff, but I'm still going to deny it. At what point do we say that a portion of society is in a complete delusional state where they don't even accept reality any longer? And I say that not only tongue-in-cheek, but also with complete sincerity, because there are many who have trailed so far into their own worlds, which, again, live in your dream world all you want to. I don't care. That's what makes great art and great entertainment is because people live in a fantasy world to be able to create that. But at what line do we draw in society where even an elected official can completely ignore common sense and then be like, oh, okay, and the media just rolls with it, and part of the population is not... I love to say we the people. We're not a we the people in this nation. We're not. I want to say it. I wish we could say it. We need to be we the people. But we are so divided today. There's no such thing as we the people. Today is the 80th anniversary. I don't like to say anniversary because that's kind of a positive tone. Today is the 80th commemoration of Pearl Harbor Day. December 7th. When Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. There are some in society that say that it did not happen that it was a con job from our own government, that it was actually a farce and it didn't really happen. Whatever they try to say, they try to say that there was no Holocaust, that Jews actually didn't die in the uh, sums of like near 6 million people in the Holocaust. They say that it didn't happen. There are deniers out there that think that it was all a conspiracy to get us to go to war and that it actually didn't happen. It is the 80th commemoration of that. Again, where do you draw this line between... You're kind of showing a little disrespect here because, you know what, we need to respect the fallen people that actually died on this day with the attack on Pearl Harbor to, you know what, believe whatever you want to because even if you believe it didn't happen, then you're just crazy. And I know that social media has some to say with that. I still believe that the social media, however, and online should be completely open for you to say anything that you want to, including that ridiculousness, because it needs to be up to you and I, the basic common sense general public, to decipher what is right, what is wrong, what is real, what is not real, and to come to our own conclusions. Because we need to do that. I've said it many times before, there's a world of information overload coming at you every single day now between social media and internet websites and radio and TV. And there's so much content thrown at you. Now you got to piece it together to figure out what's right and what's wrong, which is what we try to do, at least here on the show. And I, I think I try to be very prideful of that, of trying to bring the wisdom and knowledge of piecing it together so we can understand it a little bit better. But when you have people like this, elected officials, Nah, the smash and grab robberies aren't happening in California. That's just crazy. Those are corporations just hiring people to do it so they can claim insurance money or something. I don't know. I don't even know what the point of that would be. You would think that that would be a bad thing if your business was smashed. Even if you, I don't understand the thought process behind hiring someone to smash your own business. Why would you do that? I want a reconstruction on my business, so I'm going to have someone break into it and smash it so that way I can get insurance money to update it.
But I'm sure it's happening in, you know, certain communities and in inner communities or in low income communities or I don't know where it's happening, where remodeling it probably wouldn't be the best thing. I don't know where it's happening. I'm assuming it's not happening in the fancy boulevards where all the Hollywood celebrities are are walking around in L.A., are they? Maybe they are. Who knows? But we need to come back to reality here. We need to draw the line between, okay, that's a nice fantasy, and let's get back to the real world here. AOC, unfortunately, does not live in that. Joe Biden, unfortunately, does not live in that. Instead of criticizing Biden for a stupid stance that he's taking with the Olympics and then talking to Russia and then putting some kind of blockade with China, I mean, with all of these things that he, by the way, he's being paid off to do, when he's making these absurd stances, the media doesn't criticize him. They criticize the Republicans for criticizing him because that seems the reasonable thing to do. Let me tell you how the conversation with Vladimir Putin went today. And I've not heard a transcript. I have not seen anything about it. Here's the way it went. Joe Biden has no leverage with Putin because Putin does whatever the hell he wants to because he's his own sovereign nation. And he's a mafia individual of, you know, uh, the old Kremlin that is there trying to resurrect a great communism in Russia. So Joe Biden has no leverage and says, what he could do? Well, we're going to stop trading with you. We're going to stop sending you like agricultural products and wheat and grain and, and meat and whatever we send over to Russia. We're going to stop that. Yeah, see how well that works out. They want conflict. They're going to take over Ukraine because they want that land back. There's nothing you can do. Why have that conversation? And then there's China that we'll get to in just a second as well. Lots to get to here for a Tuesday episode of The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic.
You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. So my mind's still stuck on, by the way, that if the tree falls in the woods and it doesn't make a sound or and no one's there to hear it, did it really make a sound? You know, then you branch out further and you're like, if you get an argument with your spouse and your spouse walks away, did you really win the argument? <laughs> that would be a no, by the way. That would be a no. Welcome back into the show. The lunacy that's going on in Washington, D.C., they're not even on the safe wavelength. They're not in the same dimension right now because we look at things as a commonsensical connecting dot A to dot B. They're not. They're looking at it and then putting on these weird blinders or these weird goggles to where things just look differently. And I don't know what those goggles are. I don't know that I ever want to try and put them on to view the world as they do because it doesn't make any sense to me. And I think it would make me a little bit motion sickness, which, by the way, speaking of, as you know, I talked about it like going into Christmas. We got the Oculus, the virtual reality video game system for Christmas, and it's kind of the family gift. I got it set up. Now, I haven't played much on it yet, but I got it set up at least, you know, connected and, you know, set up the parameters and did everything and purchased some games for it. And I tried to turn on one game. And there's a couple really fun games that I'm really excited to play that I have played in the past that I know of that I think are going to be great. But I got a new one that I'm really excited to try, and I turned it on for just a second, and it made me motion sickness immediately. Now, I'm not knocking the game because I'm trying to figure out ways to not become motion sickness with it because I really, really want to play it. But I turned it on, and it made me motion sickness because of all the crazy movements that were going on with it. So I need to find a way to get rid of the motion sickness. I know naturally you could take like some peppermint and some ginger and I think that gets rid of motion sickness or I take a Motrin. But if I have to take a Motrin to play a video game, I think that uh, maybe we just don't need to play the video game. And as I mentioned before, I feel bad about getting because I didn't realize when we purchased it that it was connected with Facebook. And obviously we're not a big fan of Facebook. They've shut down our live feeds a lot. They put us in Facebook jail. They've uh, completely shadow banned us to where even when we do have the Facebook live streams up, then it doesn't like us and we get like 10 views. And we used to get anywhere between 500 to 1,000 views on a daily basis. So it's completely banned us off there pretty much. Although I will say we have some really neat stuff coming up here soon that you're not going to want to miss that will make it a lot easier for you to watch the show and the exposure of the program. Stay tuned in for that one. That's neat. But I did not realize that and I felt bad. But then we talked to some other people and I guess there were some good conservatives that actually helped create the technology for this. So that made me feel a little bit better. But I'm telling you. The uh, motion sickness was a little wild, and it was one of those where you actually controlled where you go, and then you look everywhere, and things were just moving too much, and maybe I was just doing it wrong. I don't really know, because I haven't heard of any other people getting motion sickness playing the uh, virtual reality systems, and outside of that one, everything else is really super cool on it. Just throwing that little bug out there. All right, so we have this whole virtual world that apparently the left is living in. AOC's denying actually smashing go robberies right now. The media completely ignoring the Maxwell uh, court case right now. They're ignoring the vaccine mandates not being held up in court. In fact, they're going after Republicans on why we're trying to defund the expansion of vaccine mandates at the federal level. And defund them, I mean that we're taking away funds from the uh, agencies that are trying to expand to be able to enforce them. We want to take money away from those agencies, which they don't need to be there in the first place, meaning the agencies. Yes, I said that the agencies don't need to be there in the first place. But we allowed a vaccine database to be created at the federal level, but yet we are trying to defund the vaccine mandates. And the media is mad at Republicans for that, not saying, well, look at that. Maybe it's unconstitutional because the courts are shooting them down left and right. The selective rage that goes on is mind boggling. And yet 
here we are watching the media do what they do and watching a portion of the population, the lack of we the people, because there's a lack of unity, with the Democrats actually saying, oh, yeah, look at evil Republicans doing these things. The dimensional goggles that they wear must be really, really good for people to be buying this kind of um, horse you-know-what because it's they're apparently going for it and they're okay with that. We have Biden trying to put up their guard against China, which we'll talk about when we come back here in a second, because the Olympics are going to China this year for the Winter Olympics, and he's not planning on attending, but still allowing our people to go and perform in the Olympics. Is that the best way to handle this? We'll talk with Evan Say It. He's a comedian, author, and political pundit when we come back after the bottom of the hour on this issue and so much more here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I don't know if you noticed or not, but in that last segment, we definitely played it totally cool. Totally cool. With the whole, you know, the problems of the today's times, the problems of trying to solve, and maybe our next guest has some of the answers to them. Welcome back into the program. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. Trying to rebrand the millennial generation. One radio listener at a time on multiple radio stations, multiple TV stations, live streaming, and the podcasting, obviously, as well. The delusion that continues where we're just not even on the same wavelength. We're not in the same dimension. Somebody is living in that virtual reality world where things just don't make sense. And yet they're trying to govern over us, and it just doesn't make any sense. What's trending today? So I say we go to our next guest, who I'm super excited about. Uh, Great to have him on the program. He is a comedian. He's the author of multiple books, including his latest, The Woke Supremacy. You can find him on his website at evansayit.com. Evan, what's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm doing well, Andy. You know, when we spoke a little earlier, just before we got on air, I told you I like to do your show, and I like to do it for a number of reasons. One of them is to listen to the weather report. Yes. Because because wherever I am, I know I'm better off. (laughs) That's right. You are better. That's right. Our local uh, flagship station here, of course, it it wraps up their local breaks with the weather reports. And it's funny because all the guests are like, wow, you guys are having interesting weather there in, in Wichita where you're at. So, yeah, it's uh, I'm telling you, we we enjoyed 80 degree weather all the way up until like Sunday. And now it's like 30, 40 and 50 degrees. So it's a bit of a drastic change. Just about everybody here has a cold because of the crazy weather change. 
Well, I, I, I did listen to the report, and I, and I heard them say, and tomorrow the weather's going to go up into the 40s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we get to enjoy. I enjoy the cool weather, so it was very strange to me putting up Christmas lights in 80 degrees and shorts and a T-shirt. That was a shocker to me, so I, I know, can't I, complain. I used, to, I used to have an expression, because, you know, when I was a touring comedian, uh, I would find myself in uh, inclement weather fairly often, and as I was shivering on the way to the club, I, I would say to, to my wife at the time, I hate cold, and I hate anybody who likes cold. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, it makes it makes no sense to me. It's, it's cold. It, it's definitely an adjustment. I will say the last year, back in February, when we got that crazy cold, it was it hit here like negative 20 degrees, and I did try to go outside and meditate in my T-shirt for a couple of minutes, and I was able to do it. <laughs> so it re, it's refreshing at 6 o'clock in the morning, but I couldn't do it for very long. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Yeah, yeah, there is that. Well, speaking of like crazy different wavelengths here, this has been kind of the ongoing theme for the day. And I know your previous book, The Kindergarten of Eden and Ignorance is Bliss, we have AOC that watches, literally watches videos of crime going on in California, what they're calling is the the smash and go or smash and grab robberies or whatever, where she says they're not even happening. Evan, I don't know whether this is ignorance, whether this is just a delusion or what world she's living in, but how can you watch something happening and be like, oh, it's not really happening. That's not really going on in California. I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Well, there are two people who believe that, two kinds of people who believe that you, that you need to address separately. One are the people who are simply lying, who are simply gaslighting uh, for political power. But then there are those who they recognize are going to be gaslit. There, there are people who are going to not believe their eyes, not believe you know their neighbors when they say, hey, I've been robbed. There are people who are just going to blind themselves to all of reality. And that, in fact, has been... The, the effort ever since the 1960s. Uh, the only thing that's changed between the 60s radicals and today is that they're in power now. You know, the last of the great generations have died, have died off. And now you have these people who are seeking to destroy America. Back in the 60s, they didn't deny it. You know, Bernadine Dorn, one of the founders of the woke supremacist movement, back then we called them radicals, Bernadine Dorn approached the bank of microphones and said, Hi, I'm Bernadine Dorn. And I'm going to read to you a declaration of war. Mm. They, they made no bones about the fact that they sought the overthrow of our system, nor the replacement of our system with a Marxist system. Yeah. And the only difference now is that back then there were only a handful of them. And as desperately as they tried to get people to join their revolution, they couldn't find anybody from the last of the great generations to join them because they knew what Marxism was. You know, many of them had fled. Hitler's socialist Germany. Many of them had fled Stalin's socialist Russia. And many more had gone over to those places to fight Hitler. Yeah. So, but, and, and there's a great story in my book in, uh, in The Wolf Supremacy uh, about the fighter, the boxer, Muhammad Ali. And Ali went to go to Africa to train for several weeks for a big fight over there. And when he came back, the reporter said to him, Hey, Muhammad, what'd you think of Africa? Now, remember, this is a black man from the then-still Democratic Party-controlled Jim Crow South. Sure. This is a black man who, many years prior to that, had converted to Islam. So this is a black Muslim man. And they said, Muhammad, what did you think of, what, what did you think of Africa? And he said, quote, thank God my granddaddy got on that boat. Hmm. 
because even back then, even with the in, in the worst of situations, people knew that America was in fact great and was getting greater. But once the last of the radicals were able to take over our schools, and that's what they did, they went on what's called a long march through the institutions. They they took over academia and education and turned it into the Ministry of Indoctrination. They took over uh, news and entertainment, turned it into their Ministry of Propaganda. Now they have the Ministry of Truth via social communications, whatever they say is the truth. Otherwise, you get silenced. And over the past 30 years, they've been able to create this army from scratch that they weren't able to get to join them because they'd actually seen the real world. In fact, one of the founders of this movement, another 60s radical, and by the way, these were really god-awful people. I mean, they were truly mentally ill, deeply disturbed. Give me an idea. His husband is a gentleman named William Ayers. William Ayers was the founder of a terror group. He was a murderer. He, he started a terror group called uh, the Weather Underground. Mm-hmm. At the very first meeting of the Weather Underground, they took time out to cheer Charles Manson. Wow. And the reason they cheered Charles Manson was not just because of the gore and the blood, which these people loved because they were literally mentally ill, but because Manson's purpose in committing those crimes was he wanted to start a race war. He wanted to destroy America, and the way to do it was called helter-skelter. Helter-skelter means an apocalyptic race war. And so it was Mark Rudd, one of the other founders of the movement, also a bloodthirsty guy. Uh, This is a guy who said, it must be a wonderful feeling to kill a pig, a police officer. The bloodier, the better. And it was Mark Rudd who said, the true flowering of the 60s will come in the 90s when we've taken over the institutions. Well, Andy, he was wrong only because he missed the obvious. Once you take over the institutions, you then need to use them to brainwash the successive generations. Sure. So if it was 30 years from the 60s to the 90s, what's 30 years from the 90s? Yeah, it's here. I mean, it's here. It's here. And, and they're more bold about it as well. I mean, we have uh, Bernie Sanders, when he was running for president this last time in the 2020 election, he came out in his big presidential you know, speech of, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, was FDR started this nice progressive socialist movement. I'm going to complete the FDR agenda. I'm going to finish the Great New Deal. I'm going to finish this long road that we've been on for all these years. Now it's time. They're not trying to do it behind the scenes anymore. They're not trying to slowly right. integrate. Because it is bold. It is in your face, and it's either you accept it now or get out of the way. Because they, they believe that they've reached that tipping point where they have their warriors now. They believe that they've created enough brain-dead social justice warriors who can be easily gaslit because they've been indoctrinated into what I call this cult of indiscriminateness. And this is why, even eight years ago, Barack Obama had to use euphemisms. Barack Obama had to say things like fundamental transformation. Bernie Sanders calls it the revolution. You know, eight years ago, nobody would, would campaign as a socialist. Now they don't deny it. Yep. And, and now we're seeing the same rhetoric, we're seeing the same attempt to, to, to start conflicts between the races, we see the same uh, villainizing and even murdering of the cops. This is simply, they've reached the tipping point where they believe they now have enough social justice warriors to do what they, what they said they were going to do when they started. Yeah. 
No, exactly. And the, the big question is, do they actually have that? I mean, they're obviously hyped up right now to the point they even have some in elected office with the AOCs and the B squad and everybody else in that sort. They definitely have the loud vocals. Do they actually have enough people to fulfill that agenda now? You know, I don't know the answer to that, and here's the reason why. They are certainly close, but we were very slow to recognize this. We were very slow to fight back, but we are fighting back now. I mean, I wrote an article in defense of President Trump a while back explaining why his lack of decorum uh, uh, doesn't bother me, and it's because he fights, yeah. you know, and, and we, we, George Bush didn't fight. George Bush might have leaned the right direction. Uh, John McCain didn't fight. Mitt Romney didn't fight. Uh, and, and the line that, that I liked the most from my own work there uh, was that, that Donald Trump was the first wartime president in the culture war. Sure. And so I have felt a, a change in the breeze. I have seen parents fighting back at school board meetings. I have seen college professors uh, uh, taking the, the, the cancel culture to task. You know, I, I have seen us winning in a number of ways. And the thing about it is, even if we do win, it's like, okay, now we won World War II. Yeah, but Asia's in ashes. Europe is decimated. Uh, there's going to be such profound damage having been done. Uh, that we got a lot of work ahead of us even after we win. And the question is now what? Yeah, Evan, can you stick over one more segment with us? Of course. Awesome. Evan Say EvanSayit.com is the website, author of The Woke Supremacy, along with other books as well. When we come back, I want to continue this conversation on how we do move forward and some of the issues going on with Biden, with Harris, with AOC all right now, and how do we combat some of this stuff. Lots more coming up on The Voice of Reason. Stay the here. Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. Helping you defend and preserve this great republic. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. All right, we've got a few minutes left here on the program for a post-Monday celebration. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting all over the place. By the way, we killed it with our downloads on the show for the last month. We're going into December now. Again, awesome information, awesome news coming up, announcements coming at the beginning of the year. And really excited about that. We are working a really, really hard behind the scenes on a lot of great projects. So stay tuned in for those right now, though. We are tang- uh, hanging out. And chatting with the man himself, uh, Evan Sayet, evansayet.com, S-A-Y-E-T, is the website there. You can find his books on Amazon and other places as well. The Woke Supremacy is the latest one. Evan, let's uh, talking about trying to lead us down this road and trying to stand firm and trying to stand tough on issues. We have Joe Biden right now that had his phone conversation with Russia today about the Russian-Ukrainian conflict and tension going on there. We have also heard the announcement that he's not going to be sending anybody from government officials to China for the Winter Olympics, although we are going to send our people there to compete in the Olympics. I'm not quite sure what that's supposed to stand for. I would say either you show up in groves to show support that we're going to take on China, or we just don't show up and participate at all and say in Till China gets their act together, we're not going to be part of this. So I don't understand the whole boycott of government officials in China making some kind of stance. Does that make any sense? Well, it it only makes sense in that it's a half measure, which is a no measure. You know, I mean, it's it's an appeasement while still being able to play uh, as if he's tough at home. If the media is going to cover it the way the media is going to cover it, the media is going to cover the fact that that he stood tall against China and, and isn't going to send our diplomats. But the reality is, who cares if our diplomats go or don't go? You know, they, they, it's it's not an Olympics of diplomacy; it's an Olympics of athletes. Yeah. So he hasn't really boycotted them in in any meaningful way whatsoever. What he has done is every time uh, you know a medal is given out, there's the USA on the board somewhere. Everybody in the entire world knows that we didn't boycott. Yeah, that is true. And I, personally, I'm not a big fan of watching the Olympics. I don't really care. It doesn't make any sense to me. I like uh, back in the day when it actually did mean something on uh, testing athleticism uh, based on you know the, the country and hoorah for the nation. But now we have ridiculous sports in there that I think don't need to be in there. And uh, there are so many athletes, unfortunately, that don't care about the country and that don't really care about waving the American flag to represent it just it doesn't interest me, and I don't really care. Last question before we let you go. We got about a minute and a half here, but this issue with with Russia, the tension between Russia and the Ukraine, and Biden making this call to Vladimir Putin. Do we have any leverage over Russia to make that phone call to try and stop? You know, demand they don't do anything to Ukraine, or is he so bought and paid for from Russia and China that it really just doesn't matter, and it's just kind of a show? Or, or maybe he doesn't really wish to undermine Russia. He just needs to to uh, placate the people here at home who recognize his weakness. Look, he gave up. 
the, the, the leverage that we had was that they didn't have the oil, we had the oil. Now they, we don't have the pipeline, they have the pipeline, but they now have control over our allies because our allies in Germany and elsewhere get their oil from, they were getting it from us thanks to Donald Trump, but now they're getting it from Russia. And so at any time along the way, if, if, if the rest of NATO decides they want to join us in, in protecting the Ukraine, uh, he, he has the leverage, and he has the leverage completely because Joe Biden gave it to him. Further, go back to the last time Joe Biden was in the White House as vice president, and, and when uh, Putin took over uh, parts of the Ukraine then. Biden and, and, and Obama weren't on the side of our ally. They set up some blankets. They sent some, some meals ready to eat when they needed guns. They needed boots on the ground. They, they needed uh, military equipment. And, and oh, Biden, oh, Biden, Biden and Obama both literally said, drop dead. You'll, you'll drop dead with food in your stomach. You know, they're going to kill you, but you'll be warm. But as far as the Biden administration, the Obama-Biden administration previously, and now why would Putin expect anything different from, from, from Biden this time around? Well, that is true. I'm just trying to imagine the pictures of them sitting together and, uh, you know, Vladimir Putin on the horse shirtless looking all tough and Joe Biden, who can't remember his name half the time. Like, I think this is kind of an unfair fight. <laughs> in, 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 indeed it is. And keep in mind, again, all of this, whether it's uh, the problems at the border elsewhere, it's all Biden. It wasn't Trump. We yeah. had a good time when Trump was president. We were safe. I hear the music. Go ahead. Yeah, it's all it. it Evan Say, it's always great to talk to you, my friend. EvanSay.com. Go and check out his website, the books, The Woke Supremacy is the latest one. Evan, it's always good to talk to you, my friend. we got to do it again soon. I look forward to it. Merry Christmas, Andy. And Merry Christmas to you, my friend. Always great there. We'll get him back on the program. Always great stuff. Until then, podcast up in just a little bit. That does it for us today for the uh, post Monday. I almost said the midweek. We're going into the midweek tomorrow with a Wednesday. A lot of great guests lined up. We are booked out until the end of the year. So you're not going to miss any of it. Until then, be your own voice of reason. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. Everyone have a great Tuesday. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.